sing it one and all. Join in the chorus, North Melbourne's on the ball. Good old North Melbourne, the champions you'll agree. North Melbourne is the team that plays to win for you and me. Tanya Hurd's typewriter. I'm your host, K4. Fresh from their escape from Fillyroo's dungeon is Nate Seven and Quiver. Welcome, gentlemen. G'day, boys. Hello. Also tonight for the first time, Mark Zupp is joining us from his Camry in Adelaide, and he's still recovering from his rough <laughs> night out with Taylor Walker and Scott Thompson's ex-wife. Welcome. No, nah, no Camry, mate, and I don't know about that either, but yeah, it's good to be here. Good to have you. <laughs> Backing up from last week, we had the Lounge Lizard coming to us live from Gollum's Cave, also known as KB's Hobbit Hole. Welcome, Lizard. <laughs> and for tonight's podcast, it's pretty similar as normal, but first up we'll have a preview, and then Nate will have a bit of banter with his good old mate Lounge Lizard, and then a little bit of VFL, not much, and then question time with Quiv, Nate and Mark's up, followed by a quick review against last week's game. And before Nate gets into one of his rants, I thought I'd share a post by Chrissy from the North Board. Um, so just a word of warning, is a bit of swearing, so you're probably used to that. And profanities, which you're also probably used to. So feel free to skip the next minute or so of the show. Okay, so Chrissy said, I effing hate Richmond. I hate everything about them. I hate what they stand for. I hate the night sky because it's black and reminds me of Richmond. I hate the sun because it's yellow and reminds me of Richmond. They have 40,000 solid, solid die-hard supporters. The others are just like their masses at the races during the spring carnival. My sister-in-law is a first-year Tigers member and they just started going to the games this year. I refuse to say her name. I'll just say that flog. We could <laughs> read up on this club you and year for 10 years and they will be silent. Then they'll... When they'll finally get a win over us, the morons will start selling T-shirts. This triumph football club think they are great because of their size, not their deeds on the football field. I'd rather get an STD than have this pile of a poo football club beat us on Sunday. I implore our football club to bury these twerps on Sunday and shovel up their coke holes. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the preview thread on the North pretty, Board. <laughs> pretty fair assessment, I would have thought. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, I, so, uh, are you that, sure mate? you read that right? Are you sure you read that right? Because I, I thought when I read that it was referring to North, but it, it could just be selective reading. Last time I checked, we're not yellow or black. <laughs> Maybe but, those tight pants are get, cutting off blood flow to your head, mate. I, you know what? You might be onto something. <laughs> <laughs> are you considering uh, defeat already? You, you fuck a little moron. <laughs> mate, it's all, it's all tactics like last week. You know, you, you're resting your jokes from last week. One round yes, I'm all for small. I am all for small. Don't you fucking worry. You're so small if it fucking hit you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
God, can we mate. just get into the preview, please? You did last November, but okay. <laughs> All right, so this week we play our bitches in the final when we get to eliminate them, which is great. Um, coming off an obvious loss last week against our same bitches, but they struggled to do it for three quarters. Um, I've got Frito running around trying to calm the Lydio down a bit. Uh, Scott Thompson on Rewalt. Sean Utley, I didn't know really who to put on. I chucked, I figured maybe Ben Lennon, Sam Wright on Kane Lambert, Robbie Tarrant will keep Vickery to nothing. Jamie McMillan will do what Jamie McMillan does, run forward, kick some goals, but he'll be on Camden McIntosh. Just realised I've got Ben Lennon named twice, so Ben Lennon's also going to be playing on Nick Del Santo as well as Sean Utley. Play that one. <laughs> everywhere. Uh, Jack Zeebler and Cochran will probably run around together for a bit. Ben Jacobs will take Martin. Uh, Lawson will try and keep Higgins quiet. Uh, good luck to him, that's right, yeah. Um, Drew Petrie, Waite, and Ben Brown, they're all gonna be rotated, I'd imagine, between Rance, Bachelor, Newman, Chaplin, whoever's there at the time, you know. I'll try to put Rance on the most, whoever's in form on the night. Basha Hooley will take Garner. Uh, I've got Taylor Hunt running straight to Brent Harvey, trying to make a name for himself again like last week. <laughs> Obviously, Marich will go to Goldstein. Swallow and Cunnington will have Grigg or whoever's in the midfield left. Yeah, not really much, um, midfield to name there. Of uh, our extended bench, I'm tipping Luke McDonald. Aaron Mullet and one of Gibson or Bastanak to miss out. Mm. Um, Mark's up. What's your impression on the match? Uh, I get the feeling that it'll actually be Thomas that misses out out of Bastanak and Gibson. I don't reckon he'll get up, but I think we've got a pretty good team there. It's probably the best it could be outside of not having Wells in, obviously, but that was never going to happen. So I think we're pretty ripe at this. Well, yeah, we're ready to go at this time of the year, but. I guess we'll find out on Sunday. Mm. Uh, how do you see the match playing out, Lizard? Well, for my, I think the most interesting part of this is I think we won and lost in the rucks. Um, interestingly enough, we've named um, Ben Griffiths in the extended bench. And for mine, if he plays, um, it, 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 I, I think he could be what wins and loses it for us because he, he has, the, you know, the... I'm not trying to say he, he's got the notion before of, of playing a game out of nowhere that you just don't see coming, um, and he's due for one, unfortunately for us. Um, so I, I think it, you know you've got Goldstein who will rock all day. Um, but if we can get Marek into him early, um, try and physical him up a bit, um, then, then Griffiths might be able to bob forward for two or three and rotate in the ruck with my man, um, who doesn't appear to be listed. Yes, he is. Vickery. Is that him? Yeah. Well, Vickery's played in defensive form recently. Um, kick six against Collingwood, which is, you know, I'll take that. Um, but for mine, I think, I think it's going to be a close game for the first three quarters, and I think it, it will break down and whoever wins the tap-outs and the clearances in the last quarter, I well, think that's... you'll probably know the result ten minutes out. Well, that's not your team's strength, though, really, is the hit-outs and clearances. Like, I don't think the stats... I think it's your ball movement, and depends. also depends on our tackling pressure. If we're going to, We need to tackle you like we did for the first quarter last week. 
Well, yeah, and the interesting thing looking here at the game is that you haven't listed the recent tackling machine in Jacobs. Yes, in fact, he's on the wing. Scratch that. <laughs> He'll probably go with Martin in the midfield, but I see probably Ferrito picking him up in the forward line because I know Ferrito's not as nimble as Martin, but strength is strength. They're absolute bulls, both of them. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you see someone like um, like Cunnington or something run with um, Martin if he goes forward, just in damaging how Martin can be going forward, you know, because mm. I think... Uh, Cunnington's probably got the strength to go with him. Probably not as quick, though. No, but Martin's not, like, particularly quick in the run. It's off the it's off the push-off in the break. He tends to use his strength to push and get that extra yard off the guy. So if you can yeah. match him in the, in the wrestling one-on-one, then I, I think that's a big way of beating him. Yeah. Don't argue with each other, so... <laughs> and that, what a sight that would be. Yeah, what happens there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win the one that? Thing I found, the one thing I found most interesting going into this finals, having a look here, is that Crown Bet, and remember, bet responsibly, so put your whole fucking house on it. Richmond <laughs> has. To North Melbourne, 235. Mm. Um, uh, and that surprised me going in. I would have thought you, it would be a lot more even, or you guys would even be favourites. We're not popular at the moment with everyone. Have you ever been? No. Oh, we were in 2012 or 2000. Yeah, 2012 were pretty popular for a while. Yeah, for the wrong reason. 2013, that was the year, but 2012 we were gun ho type of side, like the dogs were. Yeah, it's it's funny. Cause I I actually think the big thing is Robbie Tarrant. We saw in the Bulldogs game his intercept marks in the first quarter. It's probably saved about three or four goals. Mm. Um, so if we try and play the long bomb, you know, high and long to Martin one on one or. To, to Jack or even Vickery, I'm um, <laughs> trying to expose probably a lack of height down there in your back line. Then we we you know I mean we could be in some in some serious trouble if he can, if we let him off the chain and he floats across. Well, the one thing it's everyone's what I've been reading in the media is at least getting a lot of um, attention, positive attention. Quiv, to settle down about time. But they, <laughs> I think it was Robbo that. Actually, with the Brad Scott Andrew Swallow interview, he was saying, you know, Atley is one of your most important players now. Now, I, I tend to agree. He provides so much run out of the back line. Richmond need to put time into him. Yeah, when- I, I think if we try and play someone like a Kane Lambert in a defensive role on him, that's going to backfire on us because if we suddenly try and lock down Atley, you're going to have Sam Wright running out the back line, you know, or. Mm. Um, a McMillan or something like this. Yeah, I, I, you know, you could even drop someone like a a Hanson down back there and get him to run up towards the wing. And and, and I think if we try and knock down one too many guys, then we we could lose it trying to be too defensive. We're not a very good defensive unit. I think that's when we look our worst though, is when we stagnate in the back line. If you can stop our run, players like Atley and stuff running off with the footy, maybe catch them a couple of times just so they don't do it. That's when you'll lock us down because I have nightmares about the times where we just go back off the mark and kick down the line and the ball comes straight oh, back. Oh, if he behind, we'll kick out and just rebound straight back. Yeah, so we look a lot better when we're running off half back and that's when we play our best footy. But there are definitely games, and it's happened this year, even against the Bulldogs, where we just get stagnated in our back half. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Richmond are going to play to try and control the ball and keep us off. And there. we're going to pressure them as anything. And we're just going to run. And you guys have come out in the first quarter a lot better than we were. Mm. 
Maybe. We we're not, we're not great starters either. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> Third quarter's our best. Well, it's funny. We don't start particularly well, I don't think, you know. And if you get, if Harvey gets a couple of touches and Higgins and even... Tur- uh, is Turner playing? No, no he's not. No. So he's ruled out. Who the hell is Gardner? Oh, Gardner, right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, they're all the Did same. Hang on, the zombie say doesn't who the he- <laughs> Did he just say who the fucking hell is Taylor Garner? I'm pretty sure he actually Did said you- Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a bit like fucking Liam Adams and fucking... You've exposed my inability to read here. (laughs) His name's Nat Five, Mark Two. Get that right. Thank you. Keep going. Um, We'll better move on to the banter and what's been happening on Big Footy. So, Nate, fire away. Uh, Yeah, not much. Um, (laughs) Been a quiet week. It's been a quiet week, apart from some of the fucking ranting and a bit of the, uh, the stuff between Zondor and Wild Bill's been great. And Wild Bill doesn't exactly know who, who Zondor is yet, but uh, we'll, we'll introduce the two later, and they'll, they'll have a beer, a beer and a bit of a suki a la over it later. Everyone, head over to the awkward flirting stories thread. That's my domain. Um, give me a couple of likes. I'm just, I'm begging you, to just, just really beef that shit up. We're just going to keep it a, a legendary thread. Uh, in other news, I've been hearing, and it's easily. If you haven't come across this, then you've been living in a fucking dirt hole. So Quiv. Our other esteemed panel member has got a couple of threads all about poo <laughs> dedicated to, <laughs> dedicated, to the, <laughs> dedicated to the fecal matter, and it's got certified legendary thread uh, prefix tag all over it. So, Quiv, what have you got to say about it all? I mean, everyone loves a bit of shit. And, um, <laughs> I actually nearly sent you an SMS with some some of my own sort of work today, but. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I took a picture of my poo. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Not only that, but those threads. I mean, there's not just that. But there's, I think, is it in that one or another one where it comes off it? It's all about, you know, do you wipe back to front? You know, are you a folder or front? And this yeah, sort of another, stuff. Another thread. <laughs> Can I just say, I've been friends with Doss for a year now. I've sucked after him so much to try and become really nice to him. Because all I want is a fucking certified legendary thread. And I've made some ones that I think have got some potential. You come along on your fucking high horse with some bullshit shitting fucking thread within five minutes of certified legendary. I mean, what, did you fucking tickle his balls when you're sucking his dick or something here? Like, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. You were about to get to me. Yeah, now, come on, uh, was it? You, um, you yourself admitted to me that that thread changed your life and the way you <laughs> use the toilets. I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's certified legendary fucking benefits. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thread. I'm just saying it's maybe a certified not bad. Oh come on, mate, you are jealous. It's it's obvious. Read between. I can tell. I can tell, and I know you well enough. You are as jealous as I'm fleeing with envy. Uh, I will agree to disagree. I, I think. Look. Look, um, apart from that, sort of, there's, there's been some good banter around the place, but nothing that really stands out. Just wait for all the little meltdowns that happen with Richmond when they lose. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that's it for me, Kanga. Um, so your next segment is up to you. Well, next segment is VFL. So it's back to me then. Back to you again. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. This is what happens when we don't have a fucking pre-show. Um, so... Fucking Werribee. Now, they've lost in the first week to fucking Colin with the toothless yobbos that they are down at Port Melbourne. <laughs> don't tell me you don't believe that shit. 
Uh, who have I got for my best? I've got McMahon and McMahon. yeah, yeah, McMahon, McMahon, Mc, yeah, Mc, Big Mac. He's a very good player, and uh, I'm sorry to say that uh, I've been told that he may or may not be gone. I'm not, I don't look. I don't want to say that he's gone, but apparently he is. Uh, which I would love that he stayed, or that if he did stay, that'd be great. But um, who knows? So we've got no yeah, other team left. What? Do you think he'd be picked up by someone else if he walked? Or if he was pushed? No, no, no way. There, there isn't much trade value. Yeah. No, but I mean, even, even to someone like a, a, a... I mean, the Gold Coast have a bit of history in picking up some of these guys like Reigns and everything and Rorton. Do you think there's a chance that he might go up there for a bit of a retirement fund and sort of a two-year contract and then coaching <laughs> sort of deal? Development coach. And I was talking to Rob Zombie about this today and Donkey Chop were at the uh, down at trade today. And he'd be a good one if you can get for uh, the Bulldog Moore role. So Moore that came from, someone correct me, is it Sydney? Is it Jared Moore? Yeah, it's yeah, Sydney. Jared Moore. Yep. And he played at Werribee and he was an assistant coach for North Melbourne, but also a development coach or assistant also at Werribee while playing. So a, a good package might be one year of playing and maybe two years of assistant or development coach role elsewhere. That's... Uh, that's not my idea. That's straight from Rob's on this. I'm not going to pretend to cherry pick and say, oh, look, that's my great idea. That's something that he came up with, and I, I, I tend to agree with that. So, you know, um, Lizard, you mentioned the Gold Coast or even GWS with um, old James McDonald, fucking sniper that he was <laughs> in his last game against one of our own players. And, look, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I mean, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't. I wouldn't be pissed off in the way that a lot of people were with Greenwood when he left and chasing the dollars, but that's a different argument. Could we realistically uh, see him playing AFL again, though, McMahon? Nope. I'm on record. I can't remember. I can't remember the time he played a very good game at AFL level, like for a while. Okay, so I'm on record as saying, and I still stick by it, that he, even at North Melbourne, can get maybe one, two, maybe three games per year maximum against certain opposition, and it might be a, a Melbourne or the Bulldogs, and, yeah, can pick one other team, Is and that'll be Bulldogs? for the year. But it depends on the lineup that they've got, and depends on the opposition at the time. So there doesn't really leave much, and that's why I think that maybe he might be better elsewhere. He is too good for VFL. He's on the very upper echelon, but he's, he's also on the very lower end of the AFL. He's probably hey? saved by the fact it's a weak draft coming up, and you guys have already lost a bit of depth in um, a couple of retirements you've already had. I think Patch Adams, of course, was a sort of forced retirement. Um, mm. And I think with being a weak draft, he might be saved. I mean, I'm assuming he's probably on, on quite low money now. Any big contracts mm. he's had would have expired. So yep. he might be saved by the fact he might be able to get a one-year deal just because they say, look, we'll keep you on. And then next year when, there's a, when we'll make a deeper cut to really go into the draft. I, I think he's actually paying us to be on the list. <laughs> that is harsh. <laughs> I promise to stay away from the Big Macs and the Quarter Pounders if you let me play. Yeah. Chocolate milk. So he's taking Chocolate the lead back Rolton Roberts book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I think he's probably the first candidate to be delisted, even though he's been playing so I, I, Look, he's, he's been good, but I think there's a couple of others that'll be ahead of him in terms of straight out the door ASAP and. Uh, putting aside my what I know from the inside, from as Twinkle Toes likes to call the inner scrope, the, I don't think he'd be the first. 
Yeah, the inner scrotum, the outer scrotum, whatever. The <laughs> outer scrotum. I don't even know. What is it actually called these days? The, the inner scrotum. The inner scrotum. The scrotum. Okay, we'll just call it the scrotum. That's cool. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah. So, yeah, well, we'll wait and see on that sort of thing. Um, Next. Next um, is question time with Nate Seven, Quiv, and Mark's up. So, Nate, um, would you like to run through the questions? See, no yeah. one likes to talk to me or message me ever. <laughs> So for all those out there, and if we do happen to have another week, and if this is not our last podcast for the year, uh, and we do happen to beat up on those fucking microwaving membership bandits over at Richmond, and we do have more, please send some uh, inbox uh, messages we, through to Kanga so that he feels special. Shut the fuck up, Lancelot. <laughs> now, what do you want to say? Uh, are you done? No, I was just, just going to say, at least we have memberships, but the moment's gone, and I just look like a bit of a twit now. So cheers. <laughs> Just a little bit. You it's already been like that, but anyway. <laughs> no, I, it's never happened this show before. Keep your pants on and shut the fuck up. Right. So, Kangaroo, I've got a, uh, a question from Grady Gatsby. You know, uh, uh, yeah, sure. And I've got two from Rob Zombie. So, where where do you want to go first? Do we want to alternate this or um, just fire them away? What, what would, what would you like first? You can you can have you can have first dibs. Spin the wheel. Rob Zombie. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Okay, so in in the Harley Bunnell Cup. Uh, <laughs> What's the Harley Bunnell Cup? The Harley Bunnell Cup is the one that loses gets Harley Bunnell because it'll be to do with you know you know picks and that so sort of Richmond's thing. So Richmond's getting him. <laughs> because we're getting, we're gonna lose. Oh, apparently. You, hang on. Yes. First of all, okay, serious question. Do we want Harley Bunnell? And that's a question to everyone. Yes. 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 Is there anyone that um, says no? I'm I, I'm not sure if, if I want him at Richmond, to be honest. Is that to do with his issues or... Oh, he could fit in with Dustin Martin perfectly. He would no, make Dustin look like a fucking god. To be honest with, with you guys about Harley Bunnell, I mean... Yes, he's he's an elite talent, but I mean, I don't think he's as consistent as he should be. Adding his off-field antics and the fact that probably he needs to be back in WA, and neither of those clubs, the fact that neither of those clubs have shown any interest, I think speaks volumes. Um, and there's been really no. Everyone talks about how how much potential he's got, but no clubs have really come out signaling their their hand for him. Um, I think he might end up being one of these players you look back on in two, three years' time and go, shit, if he had his off-field stuff down, you know, he could have been a hell of a player. I wouldn't be surprised it, if, he, if he doesn't end up anywhere next year at all. I think it's a risk worth taking, though. I, I, I think we've got a real good culture to help him, and I, I hate using that word culture. I think it's a silly term, but... That's I think, culture. Yeah, I think we're a really good club that would help with that, with his obvious Didn't help issues. with Cruz Garland or Matt Campbell. But then again, yeah, it's funny because I mentioned to, to Rob today with the Garlet that played at Hawthorne and he played all of not much and then fled the country, or sorry, fled the state and went back to, to WA and played in the Waffle. And that was a player that apparently we dodged the bullet with and I don't even know if we were legitimately in the mix for young Garlet. And yet prior to him coming across to Hawthorne or being recruited by Hawthorne, he was racking up massive numbers and is dominating the Waffle, goes back and... I don't know, Liam Anthony's it up over in the, in the waffle. And 
I mean, is, is this another case where we could potentially dodge a bullet? So, you know, the Benel and the Garlet sort of, would you put them in the same mould? The thing about Garlet was he was passed over twice by every club in the competition before Hawthorne went, all right, we'll give him a go. And even that, and again, I think it's been enough comment, but that dual premiership winning culture that Hawthorne have and that real no bullshit tolerated by Clark or something, he lasted all of six weeks. Um, yeah, so but I, who I kicked who? Was it, a, was it a case of that Garlett removed himself or was it the club told him to say that and go... No, I'm understanding the club had had enough of him after six weeks. Okay, we'll move on from that. That's fair enough. I just, I just think it's it's a it's a massive risk, and I, it's a calculated one. I'd, I would back in a lot of the clubs too with, with their uh, their ethos and their all their staff and their personnel they've got around the joint to really look into his stuff. The problem I've got with with Benel is the stuff that's been coming out is not recent. It might be a case of you know weeks, months, or years old. It's not you know yesterday's antics. And mm. so I just think there's a, there's a lot that's coming out, and I, just, I find it really disturbing that someone's willing. And look, inevitably this sort of stuff will come out, but it's it's weird that it comes out so late down the track. Anyway, um, this is one for Quiv, and I'll come back to you guys. Um, Quiv, this comes from Rob Zombie. So how familiar are you with horse racing, if at all? Uh, not very. Okay. Um, so with horses, you, you can have, there's males and there's females and there's, I don't know the correct Very good, mate, things. very well, good. Yeah, <laughs> males and it's females, like, like, we, Can you shut up while I'm asking the talk. fucking question? <laughs> hey, this is <laughs> my show now. now be be like, go away, <laughs> you fucking little nose. It's the land of the podcast. You're all invited. <laughs> fucking little garden gnome. Anyway, um, go and get your pants back on. Um, so horses often need to be stimulated to run fast. And we're talking about some of the the bigger horses with the big, mm. <laughs> big oh, yes, the Robin Nahas types. Yes. Yep. Yep. So the, the tripods <laughs> and the the not so Nick Del Santos, or as I accidentally <laughs> called him today, training Dick Del Santo, which yeah got paid out for that. Gone down too well. <laughs> Yeah, someone didn't appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I haven't asked the question. <laughs> would you, if if Sean Atley needed it, would you stimulate him <laughs> to get him going? Serious <laughs> question. You know what? If it won him a Brownlow or something, fuck it up. <laughs> I'll take it as a massive. Who, who said that question? Um, Greater Gatsby. Greater Gatsby should be banned from asking questions. <laughs> I think we found out who Zondor was. <laughs> um, bad haircut cup, and this is for all of you. So Ben Jacobs is a bit of a bit of a little boy, um, a little private school boy, and I shouldn't bag that myself. But um, so Ben Jacobs loves the, the quaffed hair and all that sort of thing. Who wins the battle of the matchups between he and Cochin? And I don't know why. This is sorry. This is from Rob Zombie, and this is actually in the. I think this is in the podcast thread at the moment. This question—it's something to do with that. So this is just purely based on the hair, is it? <laughs> oh yeah, this yeah, is this is just the haircut, the haircut. This is not the Harley Benel cut. This is the the haircut <laughs> matchup. This is the the Koch and the Jacobs, or you could say, um, I don't know. The the cut, cut. Can yeah, we trust sure. Dustin Martin? 
Well, chuck Dustin Martin in. He should be he easy. Just, he'd be a shoe in for last place. Brett Delidio yeah, is very nice. Say, he, just, he just gets the honourable last just because he's a certified fuckwit. Really? Or, or, or first, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, good to win or bad to win? <laughs> it depends if you like being, you know, the, the Cochin or the Ben Jacobs here or if you like being the, the Dustin Martin look at me factor and... Yeah, which is well, a bit I weird. Think I think Cochin and Jacobs will be even. They're very compatible. Same, Jacobs' name is Blowy, and Cochin blow dries his hair. I think they're very compatible. Cochin's name sucky. Well, do you know the weird thing is? I only heard, and that, funny you mentioned the Blowy sur, um, nick, surname, sick nickname. Is I heard that from Rob today. That's his actual nickname. The guys calling that on field, and I had never heard that before until he he showed me a clip of Andrew Swallow, um, and the effects mic picks it up. Where he was saying, "Oh, well, Blowy didn't pick up that um, the scraps too well, or something like that." And I'm like, "Who is he talking about?" And he said it was um, Jacobs, and I I actually lost my shit. Well, BJ well, Blowy. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, there we go. I get it now. We've <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty obvious. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> so you boys can make up any questions you want because that's all I've got from uh, not many people. Just one more question. I, I've so we got Blowy and Spitter. What? What? <laughs> so we've got Blowy and we've got Spitter. It's a very That's nice hello. family. Very nice. Oh, Lounge Lizard, you wanted to say something? <laughs> I was going to say, serious question now, boys. I can let's cut the bullshit. I was going to say, now we've, we know where Andrew Wells is with, I mean, Daniel Wells no, we is don't. at. <laughs> we know where Daniel Wells is, is at with his football right now in his career. Um, he, he's had, what, two or three seasons annihilated with injury and when he gets in the park you know he's capable of and he seems to come back in with form if you guys got offered someone of a Charlie Dixon type young forward um, would you be tempted to to trade to trade him out for 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 someone of that caliber or do you persist with him now where he is yes yeah yeah you definitely would I I, I um I think he's done. Like, who would you look at for a trade? I mean, in my view with North, I was saying this to Nate on the phone earlier this afternoon, that I think that your list is, in my eyes, quite solid. And I think it's all about how you guys draft in the next year or two, about how you take that next step. Um, so, I mean, I don't think you're really looking to trade in any, any real midfielders apart from maybe a next, another X-Factor type player. You know, I mean, do you do you trade in trade off someone like a Wells for a Benel? Uh or do you look for a a a, a big key backman to take over from a um a, a Thompson or something? We need like the this? X factor more than we need immediately. We need more X factor because we took three defenders in the last draft. Wells, he's from Western Australia, yeah. Yes. Correct. Well, the only uh, obvious trade there is five. <laughs> we already got Garner. Garner. <laughs> well, no, we we can have Five Mark too, which is Nathan Five, and that, that's good. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys, we'll move on now to the review of the game. So, marks up. How did you see the game? <clears throat> oh, well, it's pretty good to actually sit down and watch a game with basically no pressure on us because it didn't matter if we lost it all. And that first quarter was like heaps exciting to see. Just young blokes having a crack. When Mad Jack kicked that goal, I pretty much jumped out of my chair because I'm a 
reasonable Mad Jack fan. Like, I think he cops it more than he should. And, yeah, to see him actually, like, take his opportunity and play pretty well in that first quarter. Dropped away a bit after that, I thought. But he gave it a real go and it sort of dragged everyone else along with them. And then, obviously, the second half came along and it was inevitable that Richmond were going to get over the line. But showed good signs that we've still got... We've got, obviously, a lot of depth, and they stood up in the occasion. Mm. I just just want to point out again that that Magic goal would not have happened without that beautiful Sean Atley assist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but dangerous <laughs> kick into the middle. Yeah, Sean Atley kicking from defence. <laughs> oh, pinpoint accuracy, he knows what he's doing. He's scored a few goals like that over the years. Like, Harvey scored one, one the, I think it was the semi, wasn't it? Or Yeah, when Wells kicked it. We, se- we tend to get a few of those goals. Like, Wells has won as well from, you know, 70 metres out at Adelaide Oval. I think it was a kick from defence. Yeah, it's a bit of high-risk, high-reward, kicking it into the middle, long kicks into we the middle. We don't do it often, though. We're more boundary. That's probably Tudor's yeah, showing. Because most times when we go in the middle, we do end up scoring. We should be hitting up proper targets in the mid, middle, and Brad's we don't do that enough. One came from Malthouse's um, coaching staff, wasn't it? Yeah, Collingwood. Yeah so, yeah, so he's probably got that real defensive thing that's been drilled into him quite a few years before he got there. Well, they play down the wing. we play down the wings a bit. like We like direct kicking down the wing kind of thing. Yeah, I always thought that, because I see North, uh, I think they're quite an attacking side. I quite like watching North Melbourne play, but, um, yeah, you guys do tend to play very reminiscent of Collingwood and Dizzle 2010 at times, uh, just without the full press on. Mm. Well, I think in 2013, we were way more shootout than what we are now. Well, basically, yeah, a major dogs version of what they are now. Yeah. Yeah, but that was like us at the same time. I mean, and everyone was giving, myself included, at the time, Harwick a lot of stick for making us very defensive. All it's done is rounded our game off to be a lot nicer now. I think you guys probably went through that as well, whereas that sort of short-term pain for long-term development. And I know Quiv isn't a Brad Scott fan or by any stretch of the imagination, um, but I, I really, I said this last time, I really think he's doing a good job with you guys. And I, I genuinely believe that he... Could be the next premiership coach for North Melbourne. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting call. Yes, yeah. take that. I appreciate your <laughs> comments, but they're wrong. Hang on. Lizard, I dare you to go and say that on the North Melbourne board. You <laughs> You'll be hanged. Get banned. You'll get howled down from that joint. Do you think, this is an, like more of a technical question, but do you think the interchange cap is going to help our game style? Yes. The reduction? It's going to see Atley, not Atley, sorry, um, Zebul and Cunnington spend more time forward because they can't seem to build a freaking tank. Which I see is a bloody good thing. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. And well, we're pretty fit side besides, you know, a few of our inside mids. Like, Swallow's still pretty fit for an inside midfielder. Yeah. So, and we, have, I, yeah. And we have three big forwards that obviously rotate, like, their workload. I think we've got it pretty sorted, to be honest. When that comes in, I think you'll see that we handle... It the best. Yeah. Um, uh, boy, I better run anyway. Thanks very much again for having me on tonight. No worries, mate. We'll be at the end of the show anyway, so um, thanks for oh. jumping on. Okay. <laughs> good luck on the weekend. Try not to lose by too much. That should be um, a good game. Um, oh, I actually, as I was saying off air just before, I am going with 
um, with a girl and her family, and it's going to be very hard for me not to either look like a bit of a dick if I ever celebrate and then not to cry in front of a whole family if we lose. <laughs> um, so I, there's no real winner for me out of Sunday. Um, yeah, but, uh, there's an awkward flirting story, you and that family. That's what there is. <laughs> Tell us how you, know, how'd you meet her. Yeah. Sorry? How'd you meet her again? <laughs> Uh, I was a bit too drunk in leather pants with the football, but we'll, we'll just let that one slide. <laughs> we will do. Thanks for joining us, mate. No worries, guys. Take care and good luck on the weekend. Thanks, See mate. you, mate. And I'd like to thank Marks up for his debut and joining us this week. All good, mate. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. And Quiv and Nate, a pleasure as always. Yes, it is. Cheers, mate. Cheers. And thank you to our listeners as always. Hopefully we'll be back on next week. Goodbye.